Elsa, the past is not what it seems. You must find the truth. Go north across the enchanted lands and into the unknown. But be careful. We have always feared Elsa's powers were too much for this world. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Optics. And today we have a very special Thanksgiving-esque review here. Uh, my name is Christian, and I'm actually joined uh, not by Devin because he is back home for the holidays, but I'm joined by two of my new uh, co-hosts uh, from or co-podcasts from Cinemania World. We have Larry and Alex. How are you guys doing today? What's up? Well, hey. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, yeah. everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. We're, yeah. we're gonna be talking about some some frozen twos. It's you know it's kind of like autumn and it is the season, kind of sort of. So, um, before we begin today's uh, review of Frozen Two, I just wanted to let everyone know that you can listen to this uh, podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor. Anyways. Um, Let's just dive right in. I'll read the synopsis here really quick, and then uh, we'll go into more of a non-spoiler section, and then we'll finally get into the good stuff, because I know we've been wanting to talk about this on the uh, Santa Mania group page for a while, and you yeah. know, Dwayne was not able to join us today, but that's okay. He was He was not, no. Okay. <laughs> He went to go see 21 Bridges. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm yeah. seeing it tomorrow. So I'll, I'll definitely see it after yeah. I've seen everything else. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see it everywhere. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So um, the synopsis reads says Anna, Elsa, Kristoff, and Olaf and Sven uh, leave Arendelle to travel to an ancient autumn bound forest of enchanted land they set out to find the origin of elsa's powers in order to save their kingdom directed by chris buck and jennifer lee uh writers jennifer lee and story also by jennifer lee uh stars kristen bell um i can never pronounce the girl's name who plays elsa uh (laughs) yeah (laughs) <clears throat> yes, Miss Menzel <laughs> and Josh Gad, just name a few. So uh, I guess we'll just go around the table here really quick. Um, and we'll just ask, ask you guys individually. I'll go last. Um, so what are, uh, what are your guys' initial thoughts um, about the announcement of the trailer? Like, you know, you're we're, we're on film trailer or whatever, and we say, oh, Frozen Two's coming up. What was like your initial thoughts? Like, did you think it was too soon? Did you think, why is this being made? You know, the first one ended on such a good note. Um, I guess we'll just start with uh, Larry. Uh, I mean, I think it was pretty clear why it was being made. So I wasn't really shocked in any sense, just kind of waiting, honestly. Um, <laughs> you know, become a, a, it's hard, especially as a Disney film, to become a cultural phenom like Frozen did and not get some sort of sequel. We've gotten all of these little shorts over the years. Um, animation does take quite a while to 
actually complete. Um, obviously, you know, it takes years to, <laughs> yeah. to put the actual yeah. product together and animate everything. Um, so, you know, I think they got it up and running as fast as they could. <laughs> and, <laughs> that billion rolling. in. Um, no, and definitely not too soon. I, I think, obviously, the box office, office numbers for this one show, you know, the, the kids are still hungry for it. Uh, adults are still hungry for it. And I, I was interested to see where it went because I'm somebody who enjoys the first Frozen, but it's certainly not one of like my favorites. It's not even one of my favorites in this current revival era of Disney films. Oh, so mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I was ready to see, you know, get, what what can they bring to the table? Maybe I'll enjoy this one a little bit more. So I was I was excited to see what where they were going with it. All right, all right, Alex, your thoughts. Yeah, I was uh, I was excited to see where they were going with it too. When I saw that trailer, I was just like, "Man, this looks way different from the first one." I was kind of skeptical because I was like, "I'm not sure if people are going to be on board." Because I know we had like <laughs> that Olaf short that was like Olaf like bakes a pie or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Coco. so yeah, 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that one. And um, so I was, I was, I, I wasn't sure if like people were gonna be on board. There, I, I figured people were gonna be like, "Oh no, another Frozen movie!" Like I thought it was just gonna get review bombed and all that. And like there were some comments when the trailer first came out where it's like another Frozen movie, but the first one made a billion. I think it made over a billion dollars. Yeah, it was something it, insane. It's, it's yeah, it's it's inevitable. Mostly because Let It Go was overplayed on um radio stations everywhere a good song annoyingly good song uh, it is but... really good man i was i was actually listening to it a few days ago i'm like it just it just you know it's, it's a head not much of a headbanger headbanger but you know yeah. it's just it just it's got a groove to it and you're like yeah let's let's do this i don't know yeah it gives yeah, you hypes right? a little bit yeah so yeah i'm not surprised that there's a sequel like especially since the first one made over a billion dollars i think six years is a is a good time frame like I think it like, well, uh, when did Wreck It Ralph come out? Uh, I couldn't even tell you. Yeah, 2012. I think it was 12, and then the sequel came out last year. So yeah, I think they're doing. I think they're spacing these sequels to these animated films out pretty well. Yeah, I was a little bit nervous. Uh, I'm gonna say because that sweet spot, like the six year olds, yeah, mm. you know, like twelve year olds, and yeah. twelve year olds get this like too cool for that crap they watched when they were kids. That's vibe that's, to them. Yeah. So I was a little bit <laughs> nervous. I'm like, oh gosh, are all these like little middle schoolers gonna be like, ugh, I can't, I don't watch. Dude, Frozen. that's that, that, that's exactly how I was for the longest time. I was like, uh, like the only thing I'd watch was like Toy Story. Like, no shame. I love Toy Story. So oh, it's just like. Yeah. So it was but like if but like the Incredibles, like I didn't watch the Incredibles for like fourteen years. I was like, I outgrew that. I don't need to watch that. And Dude, like, that yeah. movie still slaps. That movie's awesome. Yeah. Like I rewatched it before Incredibles 2. I was like, that movie is great. It really is. Yeah, I did the same thing with Frozen. Um, because when I originally saw the announcement of like the first trailer where you know Elsa's gearing up to go. I'm yeah. like, oh my god, you know, she's gonna cross the sea. Like, yeah. something is gonna happen. And I was like, holy crap, it's Elsa, the last ice bender. Let's go. <laughs> I was yeah. very, very excited. And that's kind of what I took from it. But yeah, um, honestly, I don't think I saw Fro I, I didn't see Frozen when it was first released because I was still it was still like at that stage. I think it was what was it, 2013? I was like 19. So yeah. I was still like so I was still like, oh like 
it's a kid's movie. Like, I heard it's really good, but I don't want to be like, I don't want people to know I'm associated, like, watching these <laughs> things. And then, I finally, and then I finally watched it in, like, 2015 or 2016, and I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. And it got me back into animation. So, that's... Furry Frozen. Yeah. Furry for Frozen, yeah. Yeah. I think it came out when I was in college. I was dating a girl at the time. She wanted to go see it. I was like, sure, why not? And I was like... Yeah. This, like, oddly reminds me of The Lion King in some way, shape, or form. Like, like well, the first one did, at least. Not the second one. But, um, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. It was just something about it. I was like, yeah, I, I dig it. So, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm a Frozen fan. But, yeah. <clears throat> man, oh, man. Um, so, I guess the next thing I would want to ask you guys really quick. So, did this... Um, well, did you guys just want to get into spoilers now? I mean, I feel like <laughs> I feel like we've been waiting waiting for it for a while. You know, we're like yeah. tiptoeing it around on like obviously the uh, the group chat. But uh, okay, so let's just get into it really quick. What are both of your thoughts about uh, the no villain aspects of this film? Um, Alex, go ahead and take this one first. Uh, okay. I've kind of complained about it on social media. I'm kind of conflicted because I can see where the argument can be made where the movie doesn't need a villain like it's more about the internal struggles that Elsa's dealing with and I like that aspect but at the same time I feel like the movie was building to have a main villain and then when there wasn't a villain I was kind of like let down by that because I felt like the co- there wasn't a conflict and then it felt like also the stakes just weren't as high in the movie so i kind of left like feeling like eh like i didn't really care all that much but at the same time like i think you guys feel differently and that's totally fine um i can see i can see where you guys would come from if you think there shouldn't be a villain in the movie i can definitely see that argument as well all right larry any uh, rebuttals there <laughs> I think it's, uh, I do think it's actually pretty similar to Moana, which was the last film that kind of got that criticism of having no villain, um, where both movies seem to really build toward, in that case, it was, I think it was Taufiki, or um, I, believe, it's like, I can't remember the, the name of the goddess, um, <laughs> but building toward her when she was like in her lava state, and she kind of was a villain, because they kind of have to have a showdown with her, um, but then they flip it, and then this one obviously is building and building toward finding this voice, and you know, they keep you in suspense of, is the voice evil? Is it good? Is it helping? Is it hurting? You know, what is this voice for Elsa? So they build up to that until they reveal that it's her mother. And no, it's good. Uh, <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> you, Elsa, you are what you have been looking for all this time. All there already. Oh, my um, God. It was you the entire time. I was like, I kind well, of figured. Yeah. yeah. My thing was, is I thought they were going to do, like, a How to Train Your Dragon 2 thing, where it was, mm. like, we don't see the villain for a while, but then, like, because remember in, like, How to Train Your Dragon 2, like, the main villain comes in, like, an hour into an hour and 40-minute movie? Yeah. Yeah, so I thought that that's where they were going, and then when she gets to, like, that ice cave, and it shows that, like, what who was it, her, uh, was it their father or their grandfather that was, like, that was actually a... Grandfather. Yeah, yeah, grandfather. It's like, yeah, it's the grandfather. I was like, oh my god, he's gonna be alive and he's gonna be the villain, but that didn't happen. So I mean, in a sense, I guess like he's kinda like he kinda is, even though he's not present, if you know what I mean. Yeah. 
the one who set off all of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I really, I think the How to Train Your Dragon series is another series that, you know, they have villains in all three of the films, but realistically, the villains aren't, you know, they're just kind of there to have a villain, I'd say, because it, those are also personal stories. It's always much more focused on relationships between the characters. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why I didn't mind it here. I think the first film, too mostly focused on kind of Elsa growing as a person as well as Anna growing as a person. Mm -hmm. um, but that one, the reason I think this, to me, is a superior sequel is because you can see the seams in that one. You can see like, oh, clearly Elsa was going to be our villain up until here when they were like, oh, crap, we've got a great song and let it go. <laughs> uh, we can't have this big villain song. This is clearly an empowering song. Okay, uh, we have to redeem her and we have to have some villain. So it's going to be Hans, him. Grab him. He's the villain, you know? So uh, I don't know. I didn't think much of that. Whereas this one, I feel like maybe they were building toward a villain, but they, if, if that was the case and they wrote out a villain for whatever reason, it was, it was hidden better. It was more <laughs> organic. And I, I think it was definitely Elsa's story, like pure flat out this time. And I really like where they took her character. I liked that we got more time with all the characters. So eh, I didn't need a one of a typical Disney villain where we're kind of cutting back to them every now and then, just having mm -hmm. what they're up to. I'm like, no, so we can stay here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, I definitely agree. Sorry, go ahead, yeah, Alex. I, yeah, I can uh even though even though I feel differently, like I can I can definitely see like how people would think that like so I'm I'm like again like I'm kind of on the fence I guess I guess I'm kind of contradicting myself too much too many times here but but I'm on the <laughs> fence like, Larry Larry made some good points there um, just I'm still trying to decide where I lie I guess it, it's it's kind of like um how Sauron is in um Lord of the Rings like we know he's like an evil presence like it's there but you don't physically see him so it's like mm -hmm. he's there but he isn't but he is and it like kind of goes back and forth that's how i viewed it personally um mm -hmm. but yeah that's i don't know that's kind of like how my my little take for it but i can see why people you know oh there's no villain it's kind of like the forces of nature are like the issue and the problem um yeah. itself i did have one small gripe with the movie i'm not sure if any, anyone else has brought this up even in the group chat um <clears throat> towards the very end where you know elsa just goes avatar state and just completely saves arendelle from the flood i thought that arendelle was going to be destroyed and then they kind of they would do the whole oh you know how asgard got destroyed but it's like oh asgard isn't a place it's the people I thought mm -hmm. they were going to throw that in there for Arendelle and they were re relocate somewhere else. And then that can kind of like, you know, build up to a, you know, to make this a trilogy if they want it to, but that, 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 that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh, like I totally see where this movie's going. I absolutely love it. But like, I still like how, you know, where it went and uh, what they did uh, towards the end where, you know, you have Elsa who's, Back in the wilds, and or not back in the wilds, but <laughs> <laughs> being the protector of the people, um, you know, out in the wilds, and then you have um, Anna, who's yeah, she she's queen now. So um, yeah, <laughs> did, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. 
Well, what, what were you going to ask first? Oh, I was just going to ask, um, did you guys have any like scenes that you didn't care for or any favorite parts in the movies that really stuck out to you that you really enjoyed? Um, for me, there uh, I really liked uh, the end when like those uh, was it those rock giants came together and they were uh, they were trying to escape from the rock giants. I thought that was really fun. In terms of stuff that didn't really work for me, Kristoff and Sven kind of just went away for like a half hour to forty minutes, and I'm like, no rhyme or reason where they went. Uh, he wants to propose. Like, Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing with his reindeer circle. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to make it perfect. It's right. Um, I, I, I also thought Olaf was really annoying in this. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Larry. Yeah. I find it interesting. I, I actually. I liked Olaf in this Olaf one. a lot more. The first movie he graded on me a lot really? more than he did. Really? This time I actually thought he was funny, except for his song. He still has like the weakest songs. Yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah, I like the first I, song in the first movie more than the one from was, this one. Yeah, I liked it more too, and I didn't like, really like it in summer either. So. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think the problem with Olaf in this movie for me was that I feel like they I, he's always been geared more towards kids, but it seemed like the jokes were geared even further towards kids in this one. Because I didn't really, I didn't laugh at anything he said, really. Oh, really? Until... I did. It was like he was going through, like, his own version of, like, puberty. I thought it was hysterical. <laughs> yeah. And the, but, like, but like yeah, like, none of the adults really laughed. It was just kind of, like, all the kids laughing, so. Oh, really? Was kinda... It was the opposite in my theater. <laughs> really? Yeah, all the adults were laughing at, like, everything Olaf said. They ate it up so much. Just sitting a fit for me like that's what was a bit weird was like you had olaf going through this like little midlife crisis uh, <laughs> yeah wanting to grow older and feeling like he's naive and young and not able to do things but it, it yeah. just was there amongst this like grander story he would just pop in with his like rant his yeah. <laughs> like random thoughts of like life and meaning yeah. <laughs> olaf is my favorite so when he like walks in and throws like this random little jab at somebody that's like my favorite moments of his and i thought he did that a few more times this go round, and i was like yes olaf especially when he's like explaining the entire entire plot of frozen one like to the oh, that, uh, that scene was funny that, that was so hysterical yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my he was like castle for one castle for one <laughs> I, and it, yeah and then another problem i have with olaf in this movie is when he died it was so obvious he was coming back to life uh yeah it was still sad i i teared up a bit i'm not gonna lie i was sad really? yeah i was like oh like it's this is olaf we're talking about here. like like, like like he died and then i was like they're gonna throw in some stupid line like do you want to build a snowman and then elsa's like hey anna do you want to build a snowman i'm like now, remember water serious? has memories <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i liked how they tied that in but yeah definitely yeah, that, saw that him was, coming back to a, life that was a good tie in also they're not gonna I, mean, they went, I will say especially in that cave scene they went pretty dark like anna's song yeah. gets pretty dark i was yeah. like oh yeah Disney, yeah Disney laid it on of course you know as adults you know so i don't know uh, for for a kid though that might be pretty dark that whole scene with anna just literally being by herself and everybody she loves being dead um, <laughs> pretty much like dead or abandoned like, okay um <laughs> but yeah definitely you knew yeah he was coming back you figured they they were gonna find a way to bring elsa you know she's gonna thaw or something oh yeah 
They're not going to kill um, off their number one merchandising. I mean, that, would be, that would be crazy. I mean, kids would just be distraught, like dead in the theater if all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. They, they would. Larry's right. Like, I went to go see this at 1045 in the morning. I thought it was safe. There were too many children in that oh, showing. Dude, dude, that's why That's why during the school year, I don't go to like a, an, uh, uh, a matinee or anything because it's, it's all field trips. Or yeah. if it's in the or if there's an animated movie in the summer, luckily it didn't happen with Toy Story Four. I think it happened with uh, uh what did it happen? Spider Man? Not, no. Uh, mm. I think it was. I think it was How to Train Your Dragon. Okay. All all summer camp kids. I was like, go away! You're ruining it. And it's the theater downtown, so it's like they have like no control over there. I was right. like, ugh, like. My experience is ruined. Luckily, that didn't happen. I just sucked it up. I mean, I sat next to a bunch of adults, but, like, we all know that kids have, like, the shortest attention spans in the world. Literally. I was so impressed because watching the film, one of my biggest issues is its pacing. Mm -hmm. I think it it flows very strangely. Like, they're not able to pace it all that well. Um Especially, it starts to really drag down in moments, and mm-hmm. then there's other stuff where you're like, "Well, this needed more development, but we took all of our time over here." I don't know, but the kids didn't. I they didn't go crazy in my theater, which I was starting to get nervous as I was watching the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. It started to really slow and stay yeah, at the slow I pace. Was, but they were I was, good. I was starting to go crazy. I was like, I was like muttering under my breath. Come on, pick up. Come on, pick up. Come on. Oh, oh my gosh. Give me a song. Give us a good song. Like, yeah. like, something to distract the kids. Like, bring on an Elsa back on screen right yeah. now. So they're like, Elsa. <laughs> Sing into the unknown again. Into the. Oh, it was such a good song. I loved it. I've not heard the Skrillex version yet, though, Larry. I got to check the one out. Oh, the yeah, Panic I have a disco version. Yeah, I haven't yeah. heard it yet. Panic of Disco, sorry. You didn't, I, I don't... You didn't stay for the, the credits? No, I didn't. No, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. That's the song I was playing during the credits? I blast open at the beginning of the ending credits, but oh. no, um, Yeah, the songs. So the thing is, we were talking about Let It Go, obviously. Yeah. And this is... It, I think most of the music in the first one is just instantly more, like, catchy. Yeah. Because I Let It Go... You can instantly like sing that hook after you've heard the song. I mean, <laughs> you know, like even yeah, like even if even if you don't like know the hook, like if you instantly hear like some of the verses and let it go, you instantly know you're listening. Whereas Into the Unknown and these others, Into the Unknown is the one they really promoted and have tried to push as the yeah next yeah. It's harder to grasp that uh, melody, first of all. Second of all, yeah. I actually think it's harder to sing. Um, so if you, like little kids are going to be like trying to sing, <laughs> I mean, it belts into some really high notes pretty fast. They, so yeah. I don't know, little kids. And it's it's much more of a story song. Like she's narrating like her thought process with this voice. Let it go. She's obviously narrating how she's feeling, mm. but but it, I don't know. It's more of a declaration. Whereas this one, it gets there. And the same thing. Show yourself gets to this big declaration moment. But that one is a really syncopated chorus. Um, yeah. I don't know. So both of them, I think, are harder to to really latch onto after a first listen. Whereas even in the first one, do you want to build a snowman? You were able to get on it real quick for the first time in forever. I know you were able every to lyric to that song. Along with it pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. So 
every song in that first movie was like insta catchy and i think that's what really propelled it this one i think the songs are all really good um well for the most part i don't like i said i did not like olaf's little song yeah i didn't either I also did lot, like that um, Never song, the the opening one that they're, not the opening song, Always Found, but the one that the whole, all of them sing at the beginning of the movie. Oh, I was not really a fan of that I one will. either. Oh, no, Larry. That's my yeah, favorite that's my, opening. My it gets me so pumped. During the, I, I like the rendition of the, uh, when they sing it during the first Frozen song, during the very opening. I love that so much. But this one obviously was a little bit of a different rendition. Um, I didn't care for it as much, but like the original one, it gets me so freaking pumps. I don't know why, but I love it. I love it. Yeah, I don't like uh, for the songs in this. Like I, I liked a lot of them when they were playing them on screen. It's just I don't remember like a single one except for Into the Unknown. Yeah, I definitely have to go back for a second viewing to that's, get. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. I don't think the songs are as memorable as the first one, which I don't think they ever were going to be, but I feel like they escaped my mind quicker than I thought they were going to. Yeah. And even looking at something like, you know, Moana, that one, you're welcome, had an inst pretty quick, like, obviously, or how far I'll go. Kids could sing along with that quick. This one, I think into, because I've seen a lot of people kind of complaining because they think, show yourself is much more in line with let it go but again i think the reason they're pushing into the unknown is because it is at least easier to remember than show yeah yourself. he's right so yeah it's easier and melodically to just catch on to and that's what you got to push that you can't it doesn't matter really the quality of the song you have to push the one that will get into people's minds and get them like back for the sing-alongs right <laughs> yeah right. he's yeah. right yeah i definitely think um think melody wise should- Sorry, go ahead. You think Frozen get two songs into the um, best original song category this year? Oh yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which one do you think gets in? It, it would probably be Into the Unknown because, like you said, they have been pushing that a lot. But I think uh, Show Yourself to me, I personally like a lot more. But I mean, yeah, it's it's like you said. You know, a lot of these newer songs for this uh, for Frozen Two, they weren't. You know, kids can't just like sing along like Hakuna Matata or Do You Want to Build a Snowman? It's not, I mean, yeah, like they they have the pitch. <laughs> you know, they haven't hit puberty yet, but. <laughs> Give that six year old a record deal. But <laughs> it's very hard for them to, I mean, I don't know. I, I think that um, Frozen, you know, two definitely grew up with its original fan base. Like, I mean, when mm-hmm. I went to the theater, there was literally just. Every single girl is just as honor Elsa, mainly Elsa, because th- that's that's the reason why. Because her her story is very interesting, but yeah, yeah. I think it's a more relatable story. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely, Anna is more naive in most of her ways. You know, her her story has pretty much revolved around love in one way or another. Whereas Elsa Elsa has all been all about finding yourself, and this one is even more so about you know finding yourself and your meaning and your place and your purpose and all that. And I think that's just a more relatable message to everybody, adult, but also children. And I think that's why they really kind of grasp on to to Elsa. Plus, she has the powers. So I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who yeah. doesn't want to be the queen with the powers? I, know. I want the ice powers. <laughs> right? yeah. Oh, let me just say one of my favorite aspects of this film 
was that we explored the magic more and the lore. Yeah. yeah. And yes. The, yes. the spirits I loved. First of all, that little lizard was so cute. <laughs> that was the fire <laughs> spirit. I was like shocked when the fire went out and it was just this little lizard. But so I weird. loved it so much. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was, oh. it was yeah, pretty I was, sweet. I was like, at first, I was just like, what's this little lizard got to do with anything? But I was like, you know what? Even if he has nothing to do with anything, he's, he's awesome. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. the horse. And then that water horse is so cool. I was like, I know. Whoa. I know. <laughs> and of course, they kind of showed that a little bit in the previews. I, I was like, oh, this underwater battle is pretty awesome with Elsa like throwing big old ice snowflakes to I'm water. telling you, man. She went full Avatar state and just... <laughs> like, but I was like, this is awesome seeing Elsa, or even when she was putting out the fire by herself. And yeah. Like, this yeah. is what I would like to see. Elsa just going full out, having to show her powers and do stuff. <laughs> who's, who's, who's cuter, the little lizard or baby Yoda? I said, these are tough times. These, these are, are tough times. <laughs> Someone asked me the other day, they're like, you want Baby Groot or Baby Yoda? I was like, I need more time with Baby Yoda to decide. I've had a lot of time with Baby Groot, so I need to see how Baby Yoda, you know, behaves. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I probably would say Baby Yoda if we're talking behavior, because once you get to Todd the Groot, he's a brat. So yeah, you know, oh my gosh. The group, he's a handful. So that is very Yoda, true. It's very zen and chill, right? He's very now, content. So. He's just yeah, 50 just years old and still curious. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that little lizard was so cute. I agree. And then it took me a minute to realize that, like, the wind, I forgot what they named her, like Ethel or something, really old and weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Her own character, the wind with the you know its own being in this film. I was like, oh, Pocahontas, you're here. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I thought. Too. That's they what I was thinking too. Because, you know, they blow leaves because there's no other real way to tell. Oh, the wind is present with us, so there's always leaves in the wind. But it's very looks very reminiscent of Pocahontas. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's like you know what? Let's just throw a little bit of Pocahontas in there and. Hopefully nobody will notice, but guess what, ladies now and gentlemen? Now we know Blair. definitively, y'all. We know definitively this has nothing to do with Tarzan. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. I almost <laughs> forgot know. about that. Was Disney that like answered your theory, y'all? This has nothing. But it was to such do a good Tarzan. theory. Wait, wait, wait. I've never heard of this theory. People thought that this was related to Tarzan. Yeah, Tarzan was so on. On else's parents, you know, they get shipwrecked, um, and. The theory is that um, Tarzan is their brother. So it's like they had a kid, you know, at what sea when they got, you know, shipwrecked on that island. But we don't, mm -hmm. we never really, well, because, well, Tarzan's parents were supposed to be British. But it's mm -hmm. like, you know, obviously Anna and Elsa don't speak in a British accent. So it's like, I thought it was a really good theory. Like, I loved it. Like, someone <laughs> someone from Disney said, yeah, this is true. And then someone else is like, no, that, that that's not right. I was like, whatever. But, yeah, now it's confirmed they're not related at all. This, this, this sounds like a weird theory, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have, like, all things. It's like, yeah, we're going to connect Frozen to Tarzan. Well, like, well, have, have, have you heard the Pixar theory that, like, it's all connected? It's like everyone tries yeah. so hard to, like, fit everything together. And, like, it's really interesting, you know, the theories that people come up with. And it's like, I don't have time to sit around and think about that. I'm glad somebody else does because, like, I want to hear these theories. I, I'm glad I'm glad that James Bond is or the 007 is just a code name thing is, like, out the window. 
or uh, the James Bond thing is out the window. Uh, that yeah. whole that that whole theory because of the different actors. I'm like, nope, out the window. Thank you. Yeah, this... <laughs> yeah but sometimes studios are just like, we're gonna squash this right now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes they're like, oh yeah. yeah, this kid thought of this and it fits. So yep. <laughs> well, this is yep. J.K. Rowling the entire thing and say yes. Oh my god. That is true. <laughs> But I don't know. So uh, it's Larry. So uh, what? Like, did were you a big fan of the theory of you know the whole Tarzan Frozen? Oh, uh, I thought it was definitely interesting. I mean, it's always those are just kind of like fun for me to to delve into a little. Um, I obviously never thought they would validate it. That's know, it. Valid. I'm telling. <laughs> I'm telling my kids Elsa was Jane. Oh my gosh! <laughs> those memes on Twitter. <laughs> They're brilliant, they're get, oh, and some have getting, gone so far, but it's 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 amazing. Uh, they're getting annoying now. Yeah, yes. so, yeah. Some <laughs> of them, it's like okay, yeah, ha, that's funny. Others, it's like okay, let, let, let's let's put the brakes on this. But, yeah, I don't know. So, so I guess so. Go ahead. Basically, being like a spirit goddess. Yeah, well, yeah. I really like how you know you when know, the, the like ancestral guardians, uh, nature guardians. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> She looks very, she looked very majestic on that horse. Like, I mean, the animation <laughs> in itself, like, you know, we, we come from the first Frozen, you know, she's singing Let It Go and like, you know, her hair is like tied up and she kind of, you know, r let, lets it loose a little bit. But by the end of Frozen 2, it's just, she's, she is who she's supposed to be. She's, she knows who she is. She's completely free. She doesn't, she still has worries, obviously, during the beginning of Frozen 2 where, you know, Anna goes to Kristoff. She's like, does like Elsa seem like odd to you? And he's like, she seems like Elsa. Like she's always seemed kind of <laughs> cold and distant. And you know, like I mean, she has these powers, and it's like, you know, what does this mean? Why was I born, you know, with this and not my sister? For the longest time, I thought towards the end of the movie, like Anna was gonna end up with powers. I'm like, oh crap, they're entering the MCU. Let's go, Anna and Elsa. Let's do this thing. And I was like, oh, ne never mind. She's just herself so yeah yeah i don't know so uh did this uh, one fall short meet your expectations or um exceed your expectations for frozen 2 uh fell a little bit short but i mean i want i knew it, i for me i i i went in thinking it wasn't going to be as good as the first one yeah probably shouldn't shouldn't go in with any mindset at all um, and I walked out, I was like, yeah, that wasn't as good as the first one. Slightly disappointed. I wanted it to be a little bit better. Maybe it's because I wanted that villain, but, <laughs> but I mean, but I mean, I still, I, I didn't hate at all what I watched. Like, I was like, I was like, this is still a really good, like animated movie. Like, very, yeah, very solid. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, it's very solid. I, I have no problem like watching this like this and frozen like back to back at all like i i still it's a movie i would definitely rewatch. you know yeah so uh, well, sorry go ahead uh despite like all the all the problems i have with it okay larry what, what what about you i would say it's probably about on par with what i was hoping going in uh i there for a minute i had really gotten excited for it they released these songs and like I, i'm a you know i'm biased with panic the disco so i was listening oh, it's to all that. Good. Don't worry about it. I, I was you know i thought the trailers looked great oh, um yeah. and you know i was like okay i'm pumped this looks like it's going in a, a cool direction 
But then I had to calm down. I was like, wait a minute. You didn't even love Frozen. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Hold yourself there, Larry. Hold on. <laughs> for a sequel to a movie that you like, you know? So yeah. I calmed down. I went in. And for me personally, I do think this is better than the first one as a mm. film. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to catch cultural zeitgeist like the first one just because I don't think it – it doesn't have that spark to it. That the yeah. first right. One. Right. That just undeniable, unexplainable spark that that first one had. Um, but I just really liked how they took the time to develop these characters. We spent a lot of times with their a lot of time with their relationship. I enjoyed building out this world. I do think it's inconsistent in its tone a little bit. It's definitely not paced. What the pacing could be better, I guess I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think it's a, a really good follow up to the first one and like a mature follow up to the first Frozen that I enjoyed. Yeah, I, I totally yeah. agree. Um, <clears throat> so do you guys think there'd be like a potential for a sequel? Maybe I know Disney normally doesn't do threes unless it's Cars 3, which should Pixar. never have been. Pixar yeah, Pixar will do three or four, yeah. and now that we know a Toy Story four, but because yeah. I know a lot of you know Disney sequels normally don't do that well. I remember you know Tarzan two, Mulan two. I actually liked The Lion King two a little bit better. Um, it was probably one of my favorite Disney sequels. But uh, do you guys think that they would eventually, if the time is right, or if there's a story to tell, do you think they would make a Frozen three? I think I think if there's a story to tell, uh, they'll make it. Also depends on how much money it's making. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna break bank anyway. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's already made three hundred and fifty eight point five million worldwide. <laughs> oh uh, my gosh! Um, yeah, I mean, uh, me personally, I just can't see it because the way that this movie ended, it felt like the movie was complete, or like the story of like both movies was complete. Right. Um, but I mean, if, if they decide to make a third one sometime down the road, I mean, I'll be there. Like I, I, I he's I like, won't... I'll be there day one, <laughs> six year olds in the theater. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Uh, I think there's some interesting ways they could go with the story. Um, like maybe a conflict, nature versus city, uh, sisters, like at battle, not battle, but like at a battle of ideals. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anna now ruling over Arendelle <laughs> and Elsa being like out in nature, one of the guardians. Or we could just go like full on superhero esque and get a villain that threatens <laughs> Let's just do it to wave. it. A rogue, um, what was the, uh, a rogue spirit. What was the black guy's name again? Matthias? I think so. Uh, yeah. yeah, they make a, really make, a third, make a third one, bring him back. That guy was the man. He was yeah, pretty. He was, he was like the best of the new characters for sure. Yeah. Other than like yeah. human characters. Because again, I just loved the animal characters they introduced. So oh, yeah, like, oh. absolutely. Because I mean, even with the, I forgot the name of the uh, people out in the wilds already. Uh, like they seem wildlings. Cool. Wildlings. There we go. <laughs> wildlings. Sound behind the wall. It's all connected. <laughs> this is. This is oh my this gosh. Is, this is what's behind the wall, guys. Oh, that'd be amazing if, like, Kit Harrington just voiced a character from out there. Or something. I well, would like, lose it's, my it's, mind. It's, it's so weird because it's like doesn't I? I, I remember there. 
be in like an ice palace and like how to train your dragon too or something and then kid harrington's like voicing the voice <laughs> in that and i'm like i'm like this is strange yeah, it's like I he I see nothing but dragon, and then he's riding dragons in season eight of Game of Thrones. Like, <laughs> else yeah, is gonna like, have oh, like okay. a horse Pegasus or something? I swear, and just wreck <laughs> Arendelle. She's like, I'm freezing <laughs> this Sub Zero this time. None of you are getting out. <laughs> yeah. Last time it was just a light fury flurry, but this time we're going Mister Freeze. <laughs> I think of Kristoff's little musical moment. I liked it. I really did. Like it was sad. It was, but again, like you said, like his the song in the first, uh, the movie was more catchy. And I mean, I don't know. I felt bad for Kristoff the entire time because he's, you know, he's sitting there, he's trying to propose, and then he kind of just does it. I thought he was gonna do it in like a bigger way, but he's just like, oh yeah, I have to propose. And then yeah, Anna says yes, and that's it. That's it. So she wrote. Yeah, it's a lot of, I think like breaking. It's not really breaking the fourth wall. It's a very self awareness in this one compared to the other one too that mm. I noticed. Like with Kristoff's song, they literally <laughs> <laughs> like stop the movie to do a '90s '80s ballad, yeah. you know, power ballad music video for for three minutes. Um, it was so very well put together though. Yeah, I was like, was. oh wow. <laughs> start talking i mean the full on it's just like a full-on music video fantasy and i mean yes they perfectly replicated like power ballad music as well <laughs> as video and then elsa of course they do the whole thing with olaf doing her strut but then she's like embarrassed over let it go in this movie she's like oh my god i just want to forget oh about yeah. Like, yeah 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 well, she's going back to the memories and she's like oh i don't want to <laughs> <laughs> um, be proud, take it. Um, but no, so I, I thought that was interesting too. How just kind of aware they they made the characters of the, of their yeah of their past version themselves. Yeah, I really yeah. did. I really like the uh, you know the back and forth between Anna and Kristoff is always a good time. But you know if they seem more settled in, I think it has been. Like even though yeah, it's been six in you know six years within our time. I think it's also been six years within the film from the events of the first movie. You know, more everyone's more settled in. You have you know Kristoff and Anna. Their relationship is flourishing, but you know they have their issues. It's not just a really big fairy tale. How you know the the old like Disney Renaissance like everyone oh they live happily after ever after and never have any problems and then boom. But, you know, it just, it, it touches on so many themes of, you know, uh, puberty and growing up, even death, even when Kristoff's yeah. like, yeah, well, you know, we all die sometime. I'm like, yo, what? What did he just? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, Kristoff, there are five-year-olds <laughs> in the yeah. theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, shut up. <laughs> we haven't talked about that yet. <laughs> Disney trying to teach my kids. <laughs> Oh, man. So I guess another question I have for you guys. I just wrote out a few of them. If you guys haven't been able to tell already. Um, where does this uh, uh, fall amongst like your Disney ranking of like that new animation revival? Ooh, that's hard. <laughs> that's hard because like these like this animation revival, I call it like the big six because it all started with like. Uh which I haven't seen Tangled. 
Um, I actually watched it the other day for the first time on Disney Plus. It's very good. Is it? That was before Frozen, so you weren't into animation yet. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I've seen. Larry over here dropping mics. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've seen. I've seen all all their animation except Wreck It Ralph two. Okay. Yeah, and Tango. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I gotta. I gotta get on that. and Tangled, I haven't watched. I'd probably say I think Moana's my favorite. Moana or Big Hero Six is my favorite. Ooh, okay. Uh, those those are definitely my one two. Then probably Fro uh, Zootopia, then Frozen. Fro uh, <laughs> then Wreck then Wreck It Ralph, and then Fro two. Fro two. <laughs> he said Fro uh, Zootopia. I'm like I've never I've never heard of that one before. <laughs> is that a new one? <laughs> yeah. It's oh man! Like I guess uh, Larry. Uh, what, what what about you? I know this is a very big thing. I saw your video the other day about you know your ranking your animation <laughs> revival site. I did, I did a revival era ranking. So <laughs> back to Princess and the Frog is what is considered like the start. Oh okay. Oh, era. that is true. Gotcha. But, uh, I think it's. I don't know. Some part of me is like I feel like the the CGI ones are better compared to each other. Because Winnie the Pooh is also included, that 2011 Winnie the Pooh that was released. Um, oh, I forgot about that. But out of these like, CGI ones, Moana is, is definitely my favorite. So, mm. woo, Moana, Moana. Yeah. <laughs> and then Zootopia is number two for me. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph would be three. Ralph Breaks the Internet is four. Mm. Um, and then I have, what do I have as number five? Look, now I'm like blanking. <laughs> Big Hero 6 is five. He's like, then frozen, then okay. frozen, and okay. then uh, tangled is last. I know a lot of people love, like, love tangled, and I think it's cute, it's fun, but I, I is, just didn't resonate with me as much. It, isn't it just Rapunzel? Yeah, I mean, it's like a rom com. <laughs> I think that's why it's kind of like this little rom com. Yeah. Uh, okay, gotcha. Flynn Rider and Rapunzel bopping around the gotcha. animals still show for me uh and that one too like the little chameleon and the, the horse ho- the horse and- is definitely my favorite <laughs> he was amazing in that movie uh, yeah i liked it so i'm just middle yeah <laughs> so i'm trying to figure it so um because i've been thinking about mine for a while um so it's brave is brave disney or is it pixar pixar okay hey, have you ralph too well I haven't they make seen it. They, they have like a little meta joke in there. No, the okay. Characters. I've never seen Record Ralph, Ralph 1 or 2 yet. So I need to watch what? both. Oh, I know, God. I know, I know. But it's like, I love Brave so much. <laughs> That's Pixar. <laughs> oh, man. Because I was like, okay, I knew Pixar had like those. I, I was so confused. I'm like, wait, I know they're practically the same. Like, it's the same company, but they, well, and they made it way more confusing because they keep now they put Merida in like the princess line. So they put her the Disney princess line. Ugh. That's why they made that joke in Ralph breaks the internet. They're like, oh, nobody can understand her. She's from that other studio. <gasps> no. So, <laughs> no. So, I mean, they, they oh. get real referential in Ralph breaks the internet to Merida being wow. the Wow. Well, that. Wow. Okay. Well, my Monday is now ruined, but no. (laughs) 
but oh, oh my gosh like i mean i've i've thought about mine for a while and i i would probably have to put from the ones that i've seen i would put frozen one above tangled i don't know i really have to think about my list because i thought about it all day and i was like well there's a lot that i've seen and there's a lot that i haven't seen zootopia would definitely be up there yeah Yes, Moana. I've seen. I love Moana. Um, yeah, I love. Seen, yeah, yeah. I've I love. Seen, I, sorry, go ahead. I I love how Moana is basically frozen, but on the sea. <laughs> and so, no love story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's another thing I wanted to touch on. I really like how in Frozen Two, um, they didn't give Elsa a love counterpart. She's still, oh, you know. Yeah. I definitely would like to talk about it because, of course, uh, with the song Let It Go, particularly, um, the LGBTQ community and a lot of others have really kind of wanted Elsa to get a girlfriend, which obviously I'm cool if Elsa gets a girlfriend. But mm-hmm, right. as a member of that community, I like Elsa doing her thing. You know, so, I don't know. I you're just, you're, she doesn't like need a man or a woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just let her be asexual. Don't she doesn't need any sort of romantic relationship, especially now with where they took her character. Especially. I'm like, especially we don't need any of that. And then yeah, let Anna be the one or Anna be the one who has that. I don't know. I, I mean again, I guess if you're gonna give her a love interest, eh, make it a woman. But <laughs> um i i just she's one of those characters where i really feel like she doesn't need it i think her character is better served without any love interest at all i agree she yeah yeah she's better self-partnered yeah yeah i definitely thought they would give like either sven or olaf a love counterpart in this one but they didn't have it either all those reindeer right there ready oh, for that's true that is true like, yeah that is true sven's got his posse now so he's good he's good Man, <laughs> group of folk now <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that is reminded me of little baby sven from the first movie i love baby sven <laughs> i know oh. he's, he's great the, the, the songs in the first one and, and i hate saying that like you know new isn't always necessarily better but i definitely think the songs in the first frozen are better than in frozen 2 um obviously for an older audience um you know for us it's it's kind of a mixed bag but I definitely think the story was like yeah. just fantastic. And the animation department just outdid it again. Cause the only thing I always get very um uh, wary about is, you know, with with the new Disney revival is that um, you know, these these um these these animation, these, you know, big hero six, like they start to show their age after a while. Cause that definitely happens mm-hmm. with uh how to train your dragon and obviously like Shrek and stuff, and it's like <laughs> yeah but it's like it definitely shrek, you're used yeah. to it because you've seen it a thousand times but it's like wow like i think i actually started seeing it a little bit entangled already but mm-hmm. i can't remember what year that came out so it's it's been a while for me um and what how long 2011 Oh, 20. Okay. Wow. wow. Yeah. It might have been 2010. I might be wrong on that. 2010 or 2011. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because there was definitely some parts from like, it seems a little bit outdated, but other, you know, scenes in the movie, it just looked gorgeous and beautiful, breathtaking, uh, the whole nine yards. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, was there anything else you guys wanted to uh, touch on before we uh, wrap up here? 
So I'm I saying Fixer Upper is the worst song from both movies, though, to me. It so. really is. Which, uh, which, which one did you say? Fixer Upper. Upper. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Not the Chip and Joanna Gaines. No. And that first Tangle, or that first Frozen, and that still, nothing in Frozen 2 is near as bad as that to me. So I agree. I agree. 100%. <laughs> that was... That it just felt so odd. I was like, I'm like, did they just like throw this in there because they didn't really have anything to do with the characters and they kind of needed to like, you know, extend the movie out a little bit longer just to hit that runtime or I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, any last thoughts from you, uh, Alex? Um, no, I think I pretty much summed up what I uh, what I wanted to say uh, in this review. Uh, I still had a really fun time with this movie despite. It might have sounded like I bitched about this movie a lot, but I I, I did I did enjoy myself, uh, and I thought it was I thought it was even though it was an inferior sequel, I did I did think it was a still a fun sequel. Okay, yeah, oh, no, I t- did. I to watch it to, so that it beats the Lion King at the box office. Yeah, seriously though, yeah. because I don't understand. <laughs> animated like a legit animated film to hold that record since yeah. Disney likes to flip flop on whether they consider Lion King to be animated or live action or whatever they say so <laughs> screw it we need a real animated film to be the number one animated film of all time and right now it's Lion King yeah I, I agree because it's I, I don't know it's <laughs> it's, it's crazy because it's like it looks like the, the new Lion King it looks like a natural geographic like, but just with talking animals. And then it's like, okay, no, it's not technically live action, but I can see why they called it live action, even though it's not. And it's like... And then they're like, oh, yes, number one animated film of all time. Then suddenly they're accepting it as animated. That's what I don't like. I'm like, okay, dude. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't really... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really like it that much either. Because it's like, the, the two, really quick, the... The two main scenes, like okay, when Simba's talking to Mufasa in the clouds, I saw mm-hmm. a new I saw a new Mufasa on those clouds. I just saw clouds. I did not see a lion's head in the clouds. I just saw talking clouds, and that was it. I was like, okay, <laughs> that's weird. And number two, when Simba first meets Rafiki, and Rafiki hits him over the head with a stick, and he's like, oh, that hurts. And Rafiki's like, oh yeah, the past can hurt. But there's two things you can do. He's like, you can learn from it or you can run from it. Literally, the entire point of the movie, just take that scene out and just, we'll just go with it. And I was like, yeah, he meets Rafiki, but they don't, like, it's like the entire lesson (laughs) of the freaking movie. I'm like, it's just not there. It's like, oh, my God, like, whatever. But, all right, I'm I'm done with that. Um, (laughs) Um... I guess that wraps it up here for our Frozen 2 uh, review. Uh, thank you to Larry and Alex uh, for coming on from Cinemania World uh, Podcast. Uh, let everyone know where they can find you on the internet. Um, Alex? All right. Uh, you can find me at alexmaddenmovies.strikingly.com, and you can find all my social media links there, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Stardust. Oh, so. Stardust. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Larry, where can they find you? 
And you can find me at LC Screen Talk on YouTube as well as Instagram and Twitter. All right. And you can find uh, Film Optics over at Film Optics. Optics is spelled O P T I X. And you can also follow me on my personal Twitter, which is uh, Eulenberger7. That's E U L I N B E R G E R 7. I don't really use like our film office twitter as much as i should because i'm so like sucked into my personal one already because like especially after you know joining the cinemania world crew and everything it's like i feel like it's just easier to like use that and it's like crap it's really hard to like run two twitters at once so i need to find someone to like run the film optics one or whatever i'll I'll figure it out but also uh before we uh go everyone um everyone who's listening uh don't forget you can listen to this uh review here on apple Podcasts, uh, google play stitcher anchor and spotify wow i almost forgot one there and don't forget to leave a five-star review um, and leave us a review or comment on um, either. This is also going to go up on YouTube as well. Um, either the comment section down below on YouTube or leave a review on um, Apple Podcasts. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Yeah.